0: Welcome to West Virginia Uncommonplace. Today, I have Destiny DeHaven. I got her name right. Uh, I want to tell you guys a little bit real quick. Um, What happens in life is we we meet, the the guests and I, we meet from Facebook or from somewhere, or some of them have uh, agents and all that stuff. Uh, Destiny and I met, I put an advertisement out that I needed to fill some slots, and she jumped right on it, Uh, came to me with her content, And she is a pattern breaker and a bullshit detector. This is something that is highly interesting. And I want to learn about this. So Destiny, can I give you the floor and you tell us about yourself and we'll go from there.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, D.I. I really appreciate it. Um, So basically, I uh, was born and raised in Honolulu, Hawaii. Have a really big family. Mom's Moms from a family of nine. And then they have their own kids. And, uh, when I moved from Hawaii to Wyoming, I realized that there was a lot of stuff that I believed that maybe wasn't true. Like it felt true growing up, growing on it, growing up on an island. But when I moved to the mainland, I'm like, that's not true. That's not what really happens. And so I started like asking myself, well, what else isn't true? What else was I believing in that? That's, that's not like it, it. It was true back there, but it's not not true overall. And I started realizing, oh my God, I had a lot of bullshit. A lot of just really, really dumb things that I believe that I'm like, that doesn't serve me as an adult. That doesn't serve anybody as an adult. So I started on this journey of like, well, how can I find that for other people and help them and myself clear it out of the way so they can have the success that they want? So they can live the life they were meant to live, not the life mommy and daddy told them to live. What, what could that look like in our world? If we were all living from our true selves and our passion rather than someone else's and my head just like my head hurt. I was like, that it was too big. It was too much at the time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to grow into this. And I did. So I just started figuring out how to help people get rid of the beliefs that don't serve them. And I call them bullshit stories because I'm like, that's really what they are. They're they're just bullshit that we told ourselves one point in our lives. And it's like, well, does it work for you or not? And if not, let's clear it. Let's get it out of the way. And that's what I do. And okay, I so
0: like conceptual things that people have conformed to basically.
1: Yes, yes. Anything from how you are in a relationship, um, how you are with money, uh, what your life is like it, with your family unit, all of that it's a construct that we were taught and it's great until it's not and then that's where you can be like well if it's not great how can i improve this how can i fix this how can i change this and that's the area that i'm like yeah it can be done but you got to you got to kind of be in that point of like this sucks and this doesn't work for me and how can i do this different and i'm like there you are come here like let's talk now let's let's uh-huh. do cuz now you know something's not working something's not working
0: okay I like that kind of concept so let me flip this because um I'll tell you today I had a little instance uh and today is January whatever day it is a six or something like that yep. 2021 uh, and I'm only saying that audience so you'll know where to go back to on Instagram and uh check me out over there at, at uh West Virginia and Commonplace that's a little plug for me and I'll let you plug yourself in just a moment Destiny uh, basically I had someone come to me and ask me this because uh, we, we, I deal with so many different things. I deal with life coaches, everybody. Um, not a celebrity or nothing, but when you do podcasts, you start building friends and, you know, being in the community and different things, uh, people reach out. Um, and it's something I've been talking to every guest about today. And I want to talk to you about this real fast because you you seem like that you could, uh, could, could help me with this issue that I'm having. Where and when did you learn to love? Oh,
1: good question. I don't think I was ever taught, like it it was never a lesson like in school, Mm -hmm. but it was watching my parents and observing um, the relationships with my aunts and my uncles and my cousins. And I remember very early on, like, I knew I loved my cousins. Like it was just, that's just what happens. You know? Um, I love my brothers. That's just what happens. Um, But loving myself, completely different. I don't know that I ever learned how to do that until I was like in my 20s.
0: Okay, but you, but, but you fit a sentiment that I was talking about today because um, someone, I don't give it, I never give advice on love or anything, right? And, and I'm sorry we're throwing this middle topic in here, but it's just something that's that, 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 that yeah. it's got me going. Yeah. Um, I told, there's two different types of people. There's people that come from what me and you come from. We come from the same, it may, it may be a different type of love, but we come from the same pedigree on this one thing. We came from a home of love. We didn't grow up in a house. And, and, I, and I tell people, th- 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 that's the one thing, like, I was listening to someone give someone advice about love, and I always say, give people advice about relationships, give people advice about how to handle the mental anguish in life, which you do with the bullshit detector and the pattern blocker, correct? Mm-hmm. But when we actually talk about the concept of love and how you form it and whole formalities with that, that's something that we all do not touch. So okay. I, I, I thank you real quick, because I really needed that. I needed just to hear that one more time that, you know, there's some people that grew up with love, some people that didn't grow up with it. And I'm the type of person with that aspect. Cause like I said, that's not something that any of us deal with in, in our um, dealings. Cause like you said, you deal with patterns, behaviors and different things like that, but we never ever touch that core of the actual love. Like, did you learn love from a parent? Did your parents learn love from their grandparents? So yeah. that's just one thing that I want to talk, talk about. Um, so let me ask you this. And I think like love looks so different for people too,
1: right? Like what I grew up in and what I, I define as love may be different from your definition of love. And so I think it, it, it's got, you gotta like, if, if you are going to do it, you gotta be able to dive in and accept not what you're thinking love should look like, but what the other person is telling you love should look like them because we're all going to have a different idea of it. And you're right. There are some people that didn't grow up with that at all. And as somebody who has, I've got to be okay with that. I can't force my definition on what love should look like on them. So it, it, it gets even deeper into like what we, in, in neurolinguistic programming, they call it a presupposition. Huh. There are certain things that we have to, like, we have to, before we even get into the coaching session with them, we have to already know in our mind. And that is what they say is their truth. And I can't tell them that it's not true. I can't tell them that it's a lie. I, can't, I They're not ready for that yet. But if I like dive in with them and I start understanding what they're saying and I'm like, oh, you know what? That's their version of love. And that's totally cool. Now we've got something. Now we can work with that. But it's love, like ask five different people what love is to them. They're gonna give you five different answers. So yeah, I think it, that's it, also a thing that like touching on it. It's, it's a big, it's big, it's big.
0: Yeah, but, but the one thing, like I was telling this person that gave the advice later, and you might agree with this and you may not. where well, we come from a home, not a house. That right. home
1: yeah.
0: fortified us.
1: Yeah.
0: When you don't come from that, it's two different types of advice, and I don't like to be part of neither. Yes. Yeah. Behavioral relationships, stuff like that, we can all do. So tying back into you, Destiny. I come to find you. Where do I find you on the internet at? If I need your help.
1: And slash your magical destiny. Or I'm on Instagram at your magical destiny
0: as well. Okay. So that's where we can find you. Um, Are you on Instagram? I am. Is that another way they can find you too? Because that's the thing in in our age demographic there. Go ahead. At magicaldestiny.com.
1: Or, well, at Magical
0: Destiny. There's no .com after the app. <laughs> all right, all right, got you there. And we'll do another plug for that because you know how podcast rolls. Some people like to skip through the podcast and, and not listen uh, to certain parts. Okay, so let's dive in. Pattern Breaker. Mm-hmm. Define this for me and tell the audience how you help with this. Because uh, the one thing I like the audience to know is that when we do these discussions and things like that, you have techniques. You have things. I always bring everything back to professional wrestling. You have a signature move and you have a finisher. I so like it. Is the pattern breaker your signature or is that your finisher?
1: It's my finisher.
0: It's your finisher? The so bullshit we're...
1: detecting will be the will be the what did signature? you call it? Signature. The signature. Yep. And then All
0: right, uh, so the bullshit the detector. detector is the setup to the pattern breaker.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And that's how you finish it. Okay. okay. All right, so, so set me up here, um, bullshit detector. Yes. Um, give me a scenario and, and let's roll with it. So, I, so the audience will know what you do. Cool. You want to just you want to just work with me yeah. and you. Yeah, Feel we'll good. go real fast.
1: Tell me, tell me something that's been concerning you, stressing you out, kind of got you going. Oh, ugh. oh.
0: All right, I'll tell you what's got me upset. It's it's uh, and, and, and it's really just oh, uh, it, it really bothers me. Yeah. Um. I have so many podcasters come to me for advice on how to monetize their episodes. Okay. And the person that taught me what to do said, you show everyone how to build an audience, but you never show them how to monetize because if their product is that great, they'll know how to monetize it. Something will come forth to help them monetize it. The person they told me do everything you can to help shape it. You can help promote it but you do not tell someone how to monetize it because some people, their podcast is meant to be monetized and some are meant to be hobbies. And I have this conflicted thing that I don't tell anybody, but it's some people that I just, I know I'm not saying this in a crazy way. I see dollar signs in what they're doing, but I just, it's not a place to do that. I can show you how to promote it do this all. That's something that bothers me. And then what bothers me is that um, inside the community, it's a lot of love there, right? But if you're not part of the power um, groups, smaller podcasts don't get taken care of Mm -hmm. now we're going on a personal issue what happens is that i obviously explain to you i travel a lot i try to listen to all these other podcasts um and i don't put mine on a pedestal or nothing like that but i call the other ones indie i like to hear these indie podcasts and try to try to find something good i never give creative criticism because that's not my place i'm not paid to edit it but I like to let them know, you know, if the mic's too low or how they're recording. Like, like for example, we're recording right now. I don't have my headphones or anything on. I'm going on the mics on that MacBook right now. I'll put this in GarageBand and fix those tones. But not everybody's going to take that time to fix it. Some people make a raw podcast and stuff like that. Now, how can you help me? Okay.
1: So let's talk about the It's Not Your Place to do that and to help other podcasters to mo- monetize what they've got going on. How does that make you feel to know that you shouldn't be doing that? But there's a part of you that kind of wants to.
0: Um, it's just a conflicted. It's kind of like a sad deal because I see there's some really good podcasts out here that do high numbers and they're not making zilch off of them. And I'm like, I could take that podcast and do it. But the person that helped me along the way told me that the reason you don't do that is because that builds a friend and an enemy at some point. Because one point they're not going to make money. Because money's not always continuous in that. Because you might do something good, and then you know the next week your podcast, you might do one of those controversial sales episodes, and lose all your following. And I take you to the advice, but sometimes I just want to, you know, help them.
1: <laughs> right, absolutely. So you feel conflicted, you feel sad. Anything else? That's about it.
0: And then I just kind of brush it under the rug.
1: Okay. So now I want you to go back. There's going to be a memory that pops up for you, probably before the age of 18 years old, where you felt conflicted and sad. Okay, both of them. Okay. When you get that memory, I want you to tell me how old you were and then like in two sentences, what was going on.
0: All right. I was 15 years old. And I didn't make the travel soccer team.
1: Okay so back then 15 year old jr didn't make the travel soccer team what was 15 year old jr thinking?
0: i was thinking that i had this super huge ego that i still have to this day i was like there's no reason i shouldn't have made this team i put the work in why didn't i make it am i not good enough uh uh-huh.
1: No reason you shouldn't have
0: made it, right? Right. I did the drills, I did everything like everybody else, but I just didn't make the cut.
1: Welcome to your
0: bullshit. Oh, oh, I got bullshit. I got bullshit. Now, let me tell y'all something, guys. This is crazy because we're doing this live right now. and, And, you know, we're not live, but we're doing this over Zoom. And it's crazy for me because she's giving me the experience. So let's go along with an audience. Okay.
1: So um, basically what happens is we repeat a pattern over and over again in our life. And so something that happened between the ages of zero and 18, it creates this emotional bond in us like an anchor. And then we want more of it. It's it's almost like an addiction to that emotion. So then we create stuff outside of us to give us that feeling again and again and again. I bet you if I asked you other other memories that you had where you felt conflicted and sad, you could come up with them. And there's more, right? So this is the first one that you remembered. You're 15 years old, didn't make the travel soccer team. Okay, Uh, there's no reason why I shouldn't have made it. I didn't make the cut. Am I not good enough? I had this super huge ego, all bullshit, okay? Now, let's go to helping these people to monetize their podcast. Are you good enough to help them monetize their podcast? Is there a reason why you shouldn't help them monetize your podcast? What if you don't make the cut in helping them monetize their podcast? Will your super huge ego prevent you from helping helping them to monetize their podcast? Boom, it's all coming up again. So that's the, that's the signature, right? That's the detecting of like, yeah, cut that <laughs> out. Now the pattern breaking part is where I actually take you through um, like a list of emotions. That actually takes a little bit of time. However, what I do want to do with you is I'll give you a little taste of this. Um, I tend to use a cleanup phrase. So okay. when I'm not able to like go through everything, we'll use this one phrase to help clear, like clear the... The feeling right now in this moment. And here's, here's the best part of this. All you have to do is breathe. Like that's it. Boom. Okay. (laughs) So, um, what I'm going to ask you to do is you're going to take in a deep breath and you're going to hold it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the phrase. Okay. And when I'm telling you the phrase, you're going to repeat it to yourself in your head, in your mind, and then exhale when you're done. Okay? Okay. So it's inhale, hold, I'm saying the phrase, I'm saying the phrase, you repeat it and then you exhale, okay? Okay. All right. I take a deep breath in and hold. I release all positive and negative emotional blocks with I had this super huge ego. And then exhale when you're done. Good, good. We do that again, take a deep breath in and hold. I release all positive and negative emotional blocks with am I not good enough? And then exhale when you're done. Good. Deep breath in and hold. I release all positive and negative emotional blocks with, I didn't make the cut. And exhale when you're done. And last one, deep breath in and hold. I release all positive and negative emotional blocks with, there's no reason I shouldn't have made it. And exhale when you're done. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Now, how do you feel about helping those people monetize their podcasts?
0: All right. Um. Now, you know, you gave me a little, that gave me a little boost. And I mean, I, I, I thought that I had the best self-esteem on earth. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you on that. And I'm going to, I'm going to get them to where they need to go. But what I'll do is I'll tell them the rigors of monetizing, but I won't. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I I think that's what I'll do. I'll show them the ropes, but I'm not going to say, just go out here and jump over the ropes.
1: Yes see, here's what happens. So you can have the, the highest confidence in the world, but your bullshit stories were created for a reason. And that reason is to keep you safe. So when they start showing up again, it's for a reason. They're like, mm, something is not safe about this situation and I don't like it. So they, it actually is like a red flag that you can look at to say, okay, what do I need to do? And this is the part that like a lot of personal development Um, A lot of other mindset coaches, they just want you to get rid of it. They just want you to just be like, you know, break your bullshit stories, break your, break your um, limiting beliefs. And I'm like, no, what if we like put our arms around it and said, yo, thanks for, thanks for looking out for me. And I appreciate having you here and I'm going to go do this thing anyways. So what just happened with you is your, your stories were coming up because it was like, well, what if they don't make money? What if, like, you you said it yourself, there's going to be a time where they make money, and uh, you, you said you'll make a friend and an enemy, because sometimes they will make money, sometimes they won't, right? And sure. so, like, that's your bullshit story going, ooh, hang on. So instead, you can be like, well, I'm going to tell them what the rigors are, and then they can choose. So if they make the money or not, it's not on me. And then your bullshit stories will be like, okay, he's safe now. He can go and do that all because you changed and you had that little switch of like, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to lay it all out on the line. And then they make that decision. And so it comes up, they come up for a reason. You identified the reason you fixed the reason. And now they can step back and be like, he's safe. He's okay. He can do this now. And they they they're not going to like rear their ugly heads.
0: I, I like that. that. That's like, like, and I'm, and I'm a hard person to, to open up and do that kind of stuff. I, I like that. I'm like, uh like, like I, I I, can't believe it. I have bullshit stories. Like, we
1: all do. We all I mean, do. I have some
0: things like, and I, and I don't let a lot hold me back, but those are real things that those bullshit, that bullshit story there, I use that to hold me back from some of the, the things that I would have pursued. Right,
1: right. All because there was something in our minds that felt like it wasn't safe. But if we make it safe or safer, right? Like, so for me, mine comes up about um, if, I, if I'm if i successful, then I will no, not be allowed into heaven and my soul will be damned, right? That's a very specific one. Thank you, Catholic Church. Um, <laughs> so, but so what I have to do is I have to make it safe for me to be successful. And then that one steps back and it's like, okay, that's fine. So how as a coach do I do that? I have contracts in place. I can... Um, like tell people ahead of time this is what needs to happen right like I can do all of these things to just make that story like take a back seat and I'm like now we're pals now I'm like when she pops up I'm like oh there's something that's not safe going on Something that you think's gonna bite me in the butt a little bit later let me see what that is let's fix it now and then that way it doesn't even happen right it doesn't it it doesn't come up it's like we've, we've just addressed everything and that's the piece that I'm like, it's, it's different um, when you work with me. Cause I'm not, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm not telling you you're right. I'm just saying like, does this work for you in this instance? Yes or no? Cause at one time it did, but now it might not. And so it's like, okay, well then let's shift it. Let's change it. And then like go. And I want to like, and when I do stuff, people tend to like take these leaps and bounds and I'm like, oh, hang on. I got to go catch up with them. Like <laughs> <laughs> they got me going.
0: So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay. I mean, that's amazing. I like that you actually did that with me right there. And audience, you you have an experience there that you can hear. Um, And it's rare that I I do do some, I do one two personal podcasts within the season or whatever, but that, that right there. I I, I mean, you see me, we're on a zoom call so she can see (laughs) me like, I'm like, I'm really sitting here. I'm going to change my life today. I'm not going to, I'm not going to use the bullshit.
1: Yes, absolutely. It, like I said, at one point it worked for you. It doesn't anymore. That's okay. That's okay. And and now you know what it is and you know the the, the stories. So now when they come up again, you'd be like, all right, some, some, I got to look at something, right? I got to, I got to pay attention. Something, something's going on and you address it. You're like, I'm just going to tell them what the rigors are. Let them choose in. You've done your part whether they make money
0: or not is now no longer on you, it's on them. So boom, done. Okay. So, so, all right. So we did that. Now let's go into someone wants to get your services, how they, they go, they find they seek you out, they find you. Um, How do you set this up? Do you do it through zoom calls? Obviously you're in a certain part of the United States, you know, and I always tell people we don't disclose everything because we have stands and Tammy's and Pam's and all these other people out here that, we'll track you down. Um, that's why I only keep a few people on my Snapchat, people I know, because you never know, you know. That's fair. Right, so you're in a part of the United States, I'm in a part of the United States, obviously I'm West Virginia, but anyway, Um. so obviously when COVID dies down, it'll probably be more in-session stuff, so can people reach you on Zoom or all yep. of the other mediums?
1: Yep, so basically you can get me on Facebook or Instagram, uh, DM me, I'm happy to like chat there um with me I always do the first 30 minute session free um that's just like and just like you right where your mentor told you don't do this I'm like but I want to like this is that how else am I going to get to know the person how else are they going to get to know if they like me or what I what I use my my wrestling moves right Right. like how, how do I know that um so I do a free 30 minute session um, as the first one. And then if they like it. And they're like I want more. I'm like great. Then we have that conversation. At that point. So yeah.
0: Okay. I like that. And I like how you took the the signature. And the finisher. finisher.
1: Oh yeah. I So I grew up watching wrestling. Like 80s and 90s. So I grew up with like the Hulk Hogan. Ultimate Warrior. Undertaker. I'm, I'm
0: like, time, time from I'm 35. I'm, I'm, I'm older like, than me. You. You're only I 28.
1: No, I'm 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 not. But thank you. I'm older than you, actually. <laughs> okay. But like that, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know, I know those terms. I I got that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that that kind of works out good there. Um, yeah, but, that uh, could be
1: part of your thing, like when you look for guests. Like, do you understand professional wrestling? <laughs> yeah, like
0: that. That'll be something that I'll do. Um, like this is that's so amazing that you have this going on. Now, um, do you do like groups with this or is it all individual type stuff or?
1: Yeah, no, great question. Um, so I, I've been, I was 2020, I was only doing individual. Um, 2021, I'm gonna be starting up more groups. Uh, so I'm gonna have uh, the opportunity to either work with me one-on-one or in a group setting in regards to money and the money bullshit stories that we tell ourselves. So that'll be rolling out. Um, and then a couple other people were like, well, what about this? And what about that? So that'll be later in the year to work on a couple other things um, there. But the money one is for sure coming up within Q1. So that'll, okay. be, that'll be
0: fun. Okay, now um, inside this podcast, I do a little something here. Uh, it's time for you to give back to the audience and me. I had a rapper on the show and I always do this same little thing. Uh, doing pretty good on Spotify from out of New York. He can solve in a Rubik's Cube in 40 seconds. Um, With me, I have a thing where I don't like beats. If you serve beats, I'll unfriend you in real life. If you send me one on Messenger, I will be your friend on Facebook, but I will block you on Messenger. Um, And then something else that a lot of people don't know, even though I do all this Mountain Dew type stuff, like because I'm in the mountains and different things, I cannot swim. That's my secret. I have no fear of the water because I know whoever's with me is going to save me. I won't die there. I'll die off a rock cliff before I die in the water so that's my deep secret i for some reason i'm like a cat in the water just so it's your time destiny to tell us a secret or talent that you have that no one knows um no one knows yeah to give you a little time to think i'm going to do one more thing there's a lady that was on my podcast in november and uh, her episode isn't out yet so i keep doing her story so hopefully i get hers out beforehand um the sound of a can that click Drives her insane. I can't believe I got the sound effect. She will stop what she's doing if she's in a car, here's it in a commercial, like a Coke commercial. She'll stop, pull off to the side of the road. She's got to get it right. She's in the store. You know, people open drinks the store all the time. Click, click, or a beer or something like that at an event or any kind of drink. She's done.
1: Okay, um, right. I
0: got it because I was it? like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, so I got one we, more thing I can go with real quick. Hold on, let me do the only life.
1: person that knows this is my husband. Okay, He's, that's it. All right, so. I grew up teasing my aunt and like she was afraid of like balloon popping so i would purposefully pop balloons around her and what i didn't realize is um there's a sound that the you know the pillsbury biscuit can that yeah, like, when it goes pop ah no no so when my husband like when we when we're gonna make that for dinner i have to like leave the room and he has to pop the can and then I'll come back and I'll do the biscuits or the croissants or the whatever. You have a film
0: cork. I,
1: I cannot, I cannot. And I was like, after all those like decades of teasing my aunt and popping a balloon, like this can of Pillsbury, whatever it, or just, it doesn't even have to be them. Just a can that you have to unwrap and like it pops. I'm like, I'm out. I, I, nope, nope. I don't want to, don't want to.
0: <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> nope. That is wild. Like my husband
1: thinks it's funny. He's like, "Here, babe," and he'll like start to unwrap it, and I'm like, "I book it." And I was like, "I am not a runner, but I become one in those seconds, so I can get away from sound." I'm like, "I'm, I'm out." Okay. Yeah.
0: Destiny, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Like this was like really amazing. Like I didn't, because you know when you do podcasts with people, every conversation is different. Um, some conversations are charismatic. Some more, nothing is ever just question, answer, question, answer, but a lot of charisma and things. Um, Is there anyone in your life that you want to give a shout out to? Because there's someone in the background that helps you build up to who you are in some aspect. It may not be every aspect, but some, who would you like to thank?
1: Um, so outside of like my parents and my husband, there's two people Um, and that is Krista Berry and Katherine Patterson they were essential in me going on and speaking because it wasn't that long ago that i i wouldn't speak i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing this but because of their influence i'm here and i'm doing podcasts i'm doing virtual events like it's it's because of their them like caring about me and pushing me that i'm, I'm even here so it's definitely those two
0: okay so once again i would like to thank you for coming on west virginia and commonplace because the, the cool thing is with, with what you have going on, that's a recurring thing. So I would love to definitely have you come back on because y- your, your mindset about things um, that's, that's amazing. Um, Like, like, like I'm eventually going to get to a point where I have this little deal going where I'm going to do a group podcast, like on a Saturday when everybody's free and just talk about, you know, the mental health taboos and things wow. that go on there because, with all these well-rounded minds and people like you and people like the other life coaches where you all have different aspects and different techniques. That's what makes you all so amazing. Like your technique, nobody has that. Nobody has the the energy and the charisma that you have to put that out there. So I want to thank you for that pat on the back, commend yourself, like love yourself deeply because you're beyond these social media influencers. You like are helping shape a generation or you're helping break a generational issue yeah yeah and who does that
1: me
0: right <laughs> so i want to thank you for coming on the podcast um hope to have you back soon
1: sounds good thank you all right, for having me.
0: All right. thank